Welcome to My Patriot Brand, the show that explodes your cortex with conservative values. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Mather. Today is Monday, May 22nd, 2023. I'm coming to you from behind the MPS Behavioral Science Analytics microphone. Uh, thank you for downloading this episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, My Patriot Brand is recorded live and published twice a week, every Monday and Tuesday morning. We're available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. Uh, I've got a true social account where I post a lot of the articles that go with uh, the things I talk about. I've got a Rumble channel. I've got uh, a website, theconservativesocialpsychologist.com, with all sorts of free content. Uh, follow our show on Spotify. Share our show. Um, get the word out. Um, our voice being amplified in, in, increases the, the uh, amplification of your voice. Uh, Major League Baseball division leaders, Tampa Bay is leading 34 to four, with a 34-14 and 14 record and uh, leads the American League East. Minnesota Twins lead the American League Central. Texas Rangers lead the American League West. Atlanta Braves lead the National League East. Milwaukee Brewers lead the National League Central. And the Los Angeles Dodgers lead the National League West. PGA Championship at Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester, New York. Uh, Brooks Kepka stepped off the Live Tour to win the PGA Championship by two strokes over Scotty Scheffler. Uh, and OSU uh, alum Victor Hovland. Uh, Kepka earned $3.1 million uh, for his win. Scheffler and Hovland uh, got a measly $1,540,000 $1, uh, for each of them. Uh, so they both got that. Kepka became the first live player to win a major tournament on the PGA Tour. Uh, and I'm starting to think more lately about golf courses that only exist in my head. So in Oklahoma City Market, um, was overrun with golf courses in the late 90s. Um, it was a great time if you're a golfer, um, but they too many, it couldn't support all the courses that it had. So courses like Silverhorn and Coffee Creek and Traditions and the Riverbend and Chickasha are all courses where they have beautiful holes in my mind uh, that don't exist uh, anywhere but my mind. Uh, and that kind of makes me sad. I miss those courses. I understand uh, the free market and why they went away, uh, but at the same time, I miss those courses. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Green drafted articles of impeachment uh, over a number of people. She drafted impeachment articles against Joe Biden over the crisis at the southern border. Uh, she said, and these are her words quoted, Joe Biden has deliberately compromised our national security by refusing to enforce immigration laws and, and secure our border. Uh, allowed approximately 6 million illegals from over 170 countries to invade our, our country. Deprived Border Patrol from having the necessary resources and policies sufficient to protect our country. Uh, his administration has willfully refused uh, to maintain operational control as required by law. Uh, she drafted articles of impeachment against FBI Director Christopher Wray and U.S. Attorney General, not Attorney General, U.S. Attorney Matthew Graves uh, for both of their acts against the January 6, 2021 protesters. She drafted articles of impeachment for Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas uh, for dereliction of duty at the southern border. She drafted articles of impeachment for Attorney General Merrick Garland for facilitating the weaponization and politicization of the just United States justice system against the American people. Uh, these all sound fair to me. I know uh, progressives are going to flip out and say this is crazy and insane and breaks decorum, et cetera, um, and will completely ignore what Nancy Pelosi and the, and the Democrats did uh, to Donald Trump and everybody else. Uh, this seems fair to me, and I hope she gets some traction. I hope all of those people get impeached. Uh, the Brunson Brothers Supreme Court update, uh, you know, Lloyd Brunson and his case that uh, was holding uh, congressmen and women who did not um, investigate the, the uh, election fraud uh, as having violated their oath of office and, and that they should be removed from office. Um, he posted on his, on his uh, true social account that the Supreme Court has accepted his case under a Rule 11 emergency 
and that is docketed and the response is due back from the court on May 24th. So keep an eye on that. Two days from now, we'll know a little bit more about that. Uh, former Lieutenant Governor of Oklahoma, Todd Lamb, uh, was named president of the University of Central Oklahoma by the Regional uh, University System of uh, Oklahoma. I posted an article about, I posted their press release on True Social. Uh, Todd Lamb has experience with the Secret Service, Joint Terrorism Task Force investigating 9-11. He protected, uh, as part of the Secret Service, he protected George W. Bush and um, Bill Clinton. Uh, he's an attorney. He's been a state senator. He's a, he was the lieutenant governor of the of University of Central Oklahoma from 2011 to 2019. He will have lots to contribute to the world-class Forensic Science Institute at the University of Central Oklahoma. Uh, looking at those credentials objectively, you would think that he probably has all of the skills necessary to run a large operation, um, particularly one that's uh, somewhat political in nature as far as it being taxpayer-funded. Uh, the faculty are most likely to resist this because he's a Republican, and they're going to see him as the worst hire ever because he's a Republican, and now they've got a Republican telling them what to do. And you know, based on, this is based on the idea that faculty and, and, and administrators are primarily uh, liberal and progressive, and there's tons of data to back that up. So um, but what a better uh, DEI hire than picking someone whose politics are different than most of the faculty and administrators, right? If diversity is a strength, hiring a Republican to lead them is, is a, a tremendous testament to the diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, of the faculty and staff. And somebody whose politics represent the majority of taxpaying Oklahomans for this Oklahoma tax-funded institution would seem all at face value to make this an incredibly smart hire for the Board of Regents or for, the, for Russo. I wish President Lamb and UCO the best of luck as they move forward together with this highly qualified candidate. Uh, something I was just thinking about the other day. Remember when we all got those Chinese seeds in the mail, and it was it, it, Gordon Chang said that, that was actually a um, an attack on the United States um, by the Chinese Communist government. They were trying to send this invasive species to everybody. Like it seemed like it was kind of a hoax. They were sending an invasive species to us to try to wreck our economy, um, much like they sent us COVID whether they did that intentionally or not, but they sent the seeds for sure. They, they addressed them to everybody in the U.S. and they sent them all to us, um, which reminds me of how easy it would be to hijack somebody you don't like's yard. Uh, if you've got a homeowner's association that requires you to have certain types of yards, you could just run around and throw seeds in people's yards uh, and, and kind of wreck their yards. Uh, I realize I'm extremely vulnerable to uh, seed terrorism attacks on my yard too. Uh, and uh, anyway, so just planting a seed for thought. Another thing I thought of the other day is remember when we had cigarette vending machines all over the country? Uh, you know, it was kind of an honor system. You're over 18 and, and, and you'll put, <laughs> if you're going to put money in and get the, the vending, the uh, cigarettes, you're going to be over 18, right? Uh, wink, wink. And that's why you had so many kids using, uh, you know, smoking so early. Anyway, we had actually had cigarette vending machines. That's crazy to think about. I uh, watched a video the other day of a um, little league player swinging his bat in the on-deck circle and releasing it, and it goes and it hits the coach in the head, uh, and the coach is coaching third base, and he pulls his COVID mask down, even though he's not near anybody else. And it reminded me of how um, crazy we were uh, as a society that we would require coaches who were on the field near nobody outside where COVID's not really transmitted anyway uh, and force them to wear masks. Uh, you know, what kind of crazy world did we live in for the past few years? Uh, listening to a Harvard Business Review uh, interview, and they were talking about a, a pianist, uh, Herbie Hancock, who was part of the Miles Davis um, group. And apparently he was a, a very famous pianist. Anyway, 
I just kept thinking about Tommy Boy. I couldn't listen to what they were talking about, about lessons in leadership, because he has Herbie Hancock, right? And I think Patriot Brain Fact Checker Jason from Piedmont uh, will confirm that for us, that there is a Herbie Hancock reference in Tommy Boy. Uh, so Michael Grande reminded me of a study he wanted me to talk about a little bit, and this kind of rises above the Patriot Brain line. So this is something that um, he pointed out to me and wanted me to discuss, uh, and I've always been uh, interested in this study. Uh, so the Calhoun study um, done by John Calhoun, uh, his research on rats and mice in the 1950s through the 70s, uh, was funded by the National Institute of Mental Health. Uh, part, parts of it were funded by that. Uh, and it was called the Rat City or Rat Utopia study. And so basically, he put rats in a big space with plenty of food and water. He let them breed, and they just exceeded their environment's carrying capacity. They had all the food and water they wanted, but they became so many rats that there, there wasn't enough space for the rats. Um, most interactions increased... Um, with the population until it finally collapsed into extinction. There were lots of unusual behaviors that the rats began to display called behavioral sinks, um, violence, cannibalism, infanticide, which is you know rats killing their, their children, uh, stress, aggression. Uh, at the end, there were only a, a handful of survivors who clustered together, but they didn't interact with each other, and they, they didn't interact when they were introduced to other populations. So when they took them out of that at the end, with, and put them in with other populations, the rats just sat around waiting to die um, in the other rat populations. So for many years, this was seen as evidence of that overcrowding is bad. Um, progressives now see it as suffering from a lack of equity, seriously. So the, despite the fact that there was plenty of food and water for all of them, they view it as that there wasn't a fair distribution of food and water. And how do you even reason with somebody who thinks that way? Uh, I'll talk more about this on the, the closing thoughts. So to the Patriot Brain Line, listener from East Texas sent me resources about a university incident at a Christian university. Uh, Whitworth University uh, student government re rejected a Turning Point USA chapter's request to hold an event with Chinese dissident Zi Van Fleet, who had lived through Mao Zedong's uh, cultural revolution. The administration also canceled a queer church, which was, this is, these are their words, a celebration of LGBTQIA+. I don't know if it's 25 or 25 plus. I don't know what the numbers are for. I don't actually know what all the letters are for either. Uh, resiliency and love. And this was an event that was going to have food trucks and gender affirming resources and an open mic and a drag workshop, which I can only assume teaches guys the new challenges of putting on their own bras and perhaps teaches girls where to place their new athletic cups. Um, the university ended up banning both. Uh, Student Government Association banned the uh, um, conservative groups. Uh, and then the administration banned the, uh, the queer church event. Uh, they probably should have let both go through. Um, you know, universities are places where you should have a lot of free speech and a, and a kind of a wide range of things that pop up there. Uh, you know, kudos to a Christian church for shutting down the uh, the queer church uh, event. Um, but you know, at the same time, they felt like they had to shut it down because they had just shut down a conservative, uh, and they should have let this conservative speech as well. And they should have just let them both go. Is what they probably should have done. Uh, interesting, uh, probably a good university. Uh, it looks like they at least uh, are trying to make good decisions. I don't know if they do or not, but certainly shutting down a, a conservative speaker, a conservative group's speaker. I don't even know the, the ideology of the, of the speaker. But the idea was to bring more awareness to the problems with communism, uh, and that shouldn't be a controversial topic. Uh, listener, uh, listener Kelly from, um, on True Social um, asked two, said two questions. I noticed that True Social has a new group function to be beta tested. Do you plan on using this for your podcast? And I've been turning over the differences within conservative ranks and ideology on ideology. 
Namely, I see stronger live and let live amongst libertarians, which I guess is how conservative they are as yet for another debate. While non-libertarian conservatives have a stronger identity uh, to promoting how we should live, what are your thoughts on this ideological difference? Well, I'll address the first question first. Um, so the true social group function thing. Um, possibly I'd be interested in doing something on there if, if there's more engagement on true social and there's a demand for it. So far, there haven't been a lot of people on true social that have been um, that interested in anything I have to say, I guess is the best way to put that. Uh, so if there's more engagement on true social, I'd be open to doing something like that. Uh, second, um, with the uh, libertarian thing. So the, the, the GOP is a really large coalition. It's under a very broad tent. Uh, conservatives and libertarians sometimes make for very strange bedfellows. Uh, libertarians tend to be fiscally conservative and socially liberal. Um, most of the, the research on university professors has always had libertarians as being the conservatives that they discuss due to the lack of, of conservative conservatives. Uh, so in all of my research that I had done on um, looking at universities and um, you know, faculty and staff distributions, what passes for conservatives is you know, what's actually libertarian. Uh, and so, you know, a good story about this, Lee Jessam is, is uh, a social psychologist. He's a libertarian. He takes a ton of heat um, all the time for being, you know, an ex a right-wing extremist. And he's not at all a right-wing extremist. He's a libertarian. Um, but because he's living in a world that's highly progressive as far as the universities go, they see him as the devil. They see him as this right-wing extremist, and they call him that all the time. And I've talked to him a lot. He's not a right-wing extremist by any means. He's not even, I wouldn't consider him really a conservative. I don't think he considers himself to be much of a conservative. He just has a few conservative views, uh, but he's a libertarian. So with libertarians, a lot of times you find that conservatives and libertarians align on some things and don't align on others. Uh, and it's like I said, it's a, it's a partnership that uh, is best kept in mind that you're not going to agree on everything, but that's okay. Um, it's okay to have progressive friends, too, that you don't agree on everything with either. Um, anyway, so yes, that's, I guess, kind of my take on the, the libertarian and, and conservative uh, differences. Uh, you can follow Kelly at her blog, An Original Truth, uh, Kelly Taylor, Kelly with an I, kellytaylor.squarespace.com. She's got a Rumble channel, too, and she's got a Substack. Uh, that's coming where she's going to have a lot of neat interviews with people. And I encourage you to check that out. And I, Kelly, I would ask you to send me more information on your Substack when you have that thing up and running. And so I can pass that on to our listeners. Uh, you can reach me at the Patriot Brain Line. You can voice message me through Spotify for podcasters, message me through True Social, or email me at the email address listed on my website, theconservativesocialpsychologist.com. Independent podcasts thrive with private investments that offset the time and financial costs of equipment, software, writing, and producing, editing, and on-air talent. Please consider supporting My Patriot Brain with a small monthly donation. You can use the support button on Spotify for Podcasters page or the support this podcast URL in the show description on your other listening platforms. Thank you for listening. We're strong together. And now it's time for my closing thoughts. There are lessons to learn from Calhoun's heaven and hell rat studies. Progressives have a hard time with this. On one hand, the original studies show that overpopulation is bad, which launched two generations of tree-hugging hippie earth peoples committed to keeping the population down and saving the world. On the other hand, it shows that communist utopias are super fiction. We have a century of data showing communism doesn't work and a century of idiots who say it will work this time if everyone just does it right. What better way to rationalize it than claim that the abundant food and water just needed to be more equally and equitably distributed? Then the utopia would work. 
but there's still the overpopulation problem for the environmentally environmentalists. Uh, if progressives were more rational and less emotional, I think the singular fact could drive a wedge that divides the entire world, their entire worldview. But they react on emotion and in lockstep with their talking points, which are DNC lies anyway. So while we know that open borders and limitless immigration are a death sentence for our society, the progressives will continue to deny the science. Until I catch you next time, play hard and have fun. Listen to My Patriot Brain on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. Follow me on True Social and Rumble. Check out my other content at theconservativesocialpsychologist.com.